When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. The other big news, Adam Thielen signing a three-year deal with the Panthers. Dude, how old is Adam Thielen? I think he's 30. Adam Thielen, no. No, he's not 30, Zach. He's 32. And guess Holy what? Crap. Guess what? Adam Thielen is turning 33 years old in August. His birthday is August 22nd. That's okay. crazy. And he just had a three-year deal. His deal's up when he's 36, bro. <laughs> well, this... it's really up when he's 35 because it's the seasons. Yeah, but still. Like, yeah. the Panthers, I don't know what they're doing here, dude. Like, this is, this, in my opinion, what is the point of this deal? Like, are they, maybe they're trying to bring on a young receiver? And Adam, Adam Thielen can, you know, do whatever he can yeah, mentor. to help mentor that receiver. But is he worth this much money? Like, were there other teams lining up to sign Adam Thielen to this type of deal? I don't think so, dude. No. So this is the way I kind of look at it. And we talked about this a little bit before we got on the podcast. It's There are no receivers that I don't think any rookie quarterback is going to throw to, want to throw to um, on the Panthers roster before this signing happened. I guess maybe this is like their go for broke, just try to get somebody to throw to on the roster. Like Adam Thielen, he scores a lot of touchdowns, but I think that was partly because he was working alongside Justin Jefferson. I don't know what he's going to look like as a wide receiver one. He's never ran as a wide receiver one in the NFL. So he's done well, yes, but this is a huge contract. You know, not it's not like huge where it's like, wow, that's a lot of money. It's just like for a guy this age who we haven't seen as a wide receiver one, like I think this is just a way that they don't leave their quarterback, whoever they draft at one overall, completely high and dry. I think this was just get him a weapon that he can rely on, a veteran that's going to be able to get open and not leave the quarterback just stranded on an island with pass rushers coming to his face because none of our receivers can get separation. So that's the way I view this. I think Adam Thielen, for that reason, he's going to be heavily targeted. I want to see if he can hold up. He he gets injured sometimes. But I, I think that if he does... He could be a wide receiver three for it. I think he could be a flex play with a little wide receiver two upside each week. Um, but this is just an early projection. And like I said, I don't know how good this offense is going to be. So I'm pumping the brakes here on him, but I think I understand why they signed him. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, I it does make sense. You know, and, you know, his target share, you know, since like 20, what was it, 17? He's It's been above like 27% up until like the past two seasons. But and that's that's obvious, right? Because he's getting old. Yeah. And I, I, 
I, I agree. Like if he's the wide receiver one, you know, you kind of have to pay attention. Uh, injuries have played him a little bit lately. Um, you know, I don't think this is a situation where I'm drafting Adam Thielen based on the opportunity that he might get, right? That that perceived opportunity as the wide receiver one on this shitty team. I don't really want to draft them. Like, what round would you feel comfortable drafting Adam Thielen in? Like in a regular redraft 12-team league? In regular redraft 12-team you... league, I'd say seventh. I don't know. That's pretty far so back. So if he's there in the seventh round, you 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 would you would grab him. I, I, see, I'm not looking at the whole board right now. I'm just picturing, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking there are a lot of right, receivers you know I would take ahead of him. You know what I mean? I'm are you gonna, gonna... I'm going to pull it up for you, dude, because yeah. it, it, this is a situation where, like, I'm not sure if I'm going to – like, it's almost like I don't care what the price is. It's like it's, it's, it's come to that at this point, honestly. Where you don't care – you're um, not going to take him regardless of price? Yeah, yeah. See, I so just, that's a I trick just, question. You can't ask me when I'm taking him if you're not going to take him. <laughs> no, I, that's, okay, I guess so. I guess that, that's that's a fair point. But, okay, let, let me let me tell you who the wide receivers are uh, in – In the, his range. You, you said six round, you said? I said seven. Said seventh? Did you? But that was just off the top of my just, head. I, I no, no, no. Your, uh, we'll, we'll, no, we'll listen back if we have to. We'll listen back. Okay, okay so here we go. Um, <laughs> Either way, it's going to be atrocious. Here we go. Ready? Uh, Deontay Johnson, Kadarius Tony, Gabe Davis, Jahan Dotson, Quinton Johnson, Rashad Bateman, Jordan Addison, Corlton Sutton, Brandon Cooks. Well, Brandon Cooks is probably going to go up. Yeah, Brandon Cooks is going up. Jacoby Myers. Okay. Yeah, Zay Flowers, here- Michael Thomas, Juju. Okay. Here, hearing those names, how do, how, how do those names sound to you? I think that actually sounds like a good range. I mean, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. Now, the whole reason I say this is because Adam Thielen, he's obviously going to be the wide receiver one, unless they go draft somebody, which they're not going to. They're taking a quarterback with the first pick, and then they have no picks these next two years. So, yep. I think he's going to be the wide receiver one. So that guarantees him, as long as he's healthy, 80, 90 targets, and I think that's going to get him enough volume where he's going to be relevant. With guys like, I mean, we'll see how Kadarius Tony does um, because Juju isn't there anymore. I'm not sure what the Chiefs' plan is at wide receiver right now because right now they have Kadarius Tony's guy more, and that's it. But I think yeah. that range is right where I expect. Like, we know Gabe Davis is hot and cold. I think that Adam Thielen is going to be not hot and cold. I think he's going to be consistently average to a little bit below average, but he'll have his weeks. So I think that range kind of fits him. If I were going to take a random shot like I just did, say seventh round. I think that makes sense. I would be targeting him there maybe if that would that would be like the highest I would target him. I'm not targeting no, him like, oh yeah, grab him. Like, you know I get I mean? it. I get that. I mean, and I, I don't I'm not mad at you for that, honestly. Like I might take shots at guys who are a little bit younger, like Rashad Bateman, or you oh, know, yeah. obviously if Brandon Cooks is there, that's easy. Uh, you know, Deontay Johnson, his price is gonna be amazing next season. I can't wait to draft him. Um, but yeah, like that that's yeah, I, I don't know. It's really tough for me. Now let me ask you a question, man. Now that, you know, you mentioned Patrick Mahomes. You know, he lost Juju. Do you think he's going to take a step back now? I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. No. Yeah, good I'm question. We're not nice going there because th- this I'm... is the question we, we raised last year with Tyree Kill Tyree leaving, Kill. Yeah. and it did not make a difference except Patrick Mahomes just got better. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> as long that as Mahomes has – uh, Maybe if Kelsey leaves, then maybe I'll reevaluate. But that was a, uh, lean on, yeah. a shot. That was a shot at myself. For speaking such a blas- blasphemous <laughs> hey, things last season, we all did. And every year we have the conversation: Is Patrick Mahomes worth it in second round or drafts, like redrafting that kind of thing? It's like, yeah, he kind of is because he's like the QB one or two every week. It's hilarious. 
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Let's see. What else? We got Deontay Foreman. I don't even remember if we talked about this or not, but he's signed with the Bears. Let's talk about it now. Deontay yeah. Foreman. This is, you know, when, when David Montgomery signed with the Lions, you know, everybody shouted from the rooftops saying Khalil Herbert season. Yep. Right. But we have to keep in mind again that Khalil Herbert, what was he, a six round pick? Something like that. All right. I'm going right? to look it up on you this time. Let's see if I yeah, got look, it. Look, look it up, up on me. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, he, he's a late round pick. So it's like, are we really going to depend on those type of backs? Like, I totally understand his first two years. Sixth round. First two years of his career, very efficient, very good. And But these are the type of running backs that get replaced. Straight up. Okay. And, you know, we're getting to a point where a lot of these running backs that I love coming out, and I call them sleepers, are the guys that the following year I'm telling you to sell because a lot of these running backs end up getting great, having good rookie years because they fall into opportunity, right? We're talking about guys like Khalil Herbert, Damian Pierce, uh, the guy on the 49ers, whatever his name is, because I don't Elijah remember Mitchell. anymore. He got, Elijah Mitchell, because he got replaced by Christian McCaffrey. But these guys are going to get replaced. And remember, like they almost, if this guy was any good, um, you know, Tyrion Davis Price, who the 49ers drafted in the third round, if he was any good, he would have he would have replaced Elijah Mitchell. They attempted to replace him. So the, the same thing could happen with Khalil Herbert. But even before the draft, they ended up signing Deontay Foreman, somebody who listen, when you get to the goal line, who are you putting in? Deontay Foreman or Khalil Herbert? Yeah. You're putting it because of that saying. Yeah. Right, and Clear Herbert, you know, isn't a big back or anything like that, and he's a good, he's a good back. He fits this system very well. I think that's part of the reason why they were happy or they were okay letting Montgomery go. I don't think Jamal Williams fits that. Oh, I'm sorry, Jamal Williams isn't there, but like uh, for some reason, I think I thought they did a swap. But no, it's funny because I was thinking the same thing. I was like, you said Deontay Foreman. I was like, now he's competing with Jamal Williams. He's like, no, wait, he went to the Saints, not the Bears. Yeah, you know, you're right. This is a true running back carousel this offseason. Yeah. Um, a lot of running backs Everybody's going moving. Place. And then you got Miles Sanders going to Carolina. But this situation where I think Deontay Foreman and Khalil Herbert can easily split you know, on early downs, 50-50. And someone like Tristan Ebner can get some opportunity on passing downs. Or the Bears go ahead and sign or draft another running back yep. in the third round, in the fourth round. I could see it. right? They don't have their featured back anymore. So they could spend some draft capital to get that featured back. So I would be surprised, dude, you know, so like keep this in mind, you know, because we don't want to declare winners too early in the off season, especially with guys who don't have the draft capital. Right. I mean, do you, uh, this is just something that I came up with in my head right now is do you think Deontay Foreman could bring that two running back system over from Carolina and kind of make the same thing happen here with Khalil Herbert and himself? Like, Think about it. Like we had Chuba Hubbard and Deontay Foreman, both good running backs that were doing their thing. But 
there just wasn't enough snaps to go around where yeah. either of them would be perfectly fantasy relevant. I could see that happening in Chicago. You know, obviously, if Khalil the Herbert. Bears, if the Bears improve that offensive line, and, and they've started at that, they, they started. This offseason. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Carolina's offensive line is one of the best in the league. I think they're probably top seven, eight, I would say, offensive lines in the league. Um, so, and they still are, by the way. So, Miles Sanders, that's one thing he has going for him this year as well, because I think all five starters are coming back this season. So, yeah, on, on the offensive line. So, that's good news for Miles Sanders. But I think Deontay Foreman definitely took advantage of that. Chuba Hubbard took advantage of that. They don't have that in Chicago right now. So uh, I don't know. Obviously, Justin Fields and his running ability helps and, you know, those type of, you know, play actions and, you know, um, you know, is this if if I would assume they install more RPO this year as well, Um, you know, his his their offensive coach is somebody who's very well known for RPO coming out of college. Uh, So I would think that they do do some more of that and these running backs will benefit. But from an opportunity standpoint, I don't think Khalil Herbert is going to get enough opportunity for us to be super happy about it. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. That that's what that's what it's going to be. I don't have a whole lot to say about Deontay Foreman and the Bears backfield. I I'm not a fan because I did kind of like that Khalil Herbert was going to get more carries, but now it's just all clouded. You know what I mean? So I, I'm not sure how I feel ab- about this yeah. backfield just yet. I do want to see about this draft. Obviously, we could project whatever we want right now. They draft somebody, everything changes. Now, so it, I do think, yeah, I, I do think that Khalil Herbert. If I had to choose a back, you know, to say like who's going to get more big plays, that sort of thing, I think I'll choose Herbert because mm-hmm. um, he's shown efficiency the last two years, and you know, DeAndre Foreman coming back after that Achilles injury and doing his thing, so he's a little bit of a positive test case for you know for you know coming back from Achilles. You have to wait a couple of years, but it could happen. Seems like. Um, but yeah. but yeah, like this is not a situation where you're like, oh, I'm drafting Herbert in the top five round. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 